Welcome to Grant and Hope's podcast, where we explore themes around the prophetic and the supernatural. As staff at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, we desire to equip the saints for the work of ministry in the power of God. Hey guys, we're looking at the nine manifestation gifts of the Spirit, and specifically this time we're looking at the gifts of healings. Now the gifts of healings is one of the power, the gifts of power that do something. So it's closely linked with gifts of faith and working in miracles. And I'm really excited today about this session because something happens when you first see God heal someone through your own hands and through your own prayers. And I want to talk about why the gifts of healing are important and get some more clarity on healing in general. Because Hope and I, we're called to, we're focused on equipping the saints for the supernatural work of ministry for experiencing his presence and helping others hear his voice. This includes practically how to heal the sick, healing the sick. Healing is very important uh, in regards to the power of God being demonstrated on the earth. So it's important to me because I believe a major call in my life is to be used by the Holy Spirit to activate gifts of the Holy Spirit and to pray for people to be filled and baptized with him. But to begin this session, let's uh, start with a quick refresher from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 and 8. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Verse 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom to the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working in miracles to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, and but one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now, with these manifestation gifts, these nine gifts I just mentioned, these are completely otherworldly, supernatural. They are not just some kind of natural wisdom or knowledge talent you can get by Googling everything. These are also not found in innately in your Myers-Briggs or Enneagram personality profile. No, these are manifestations, evidences of the Holy Spirit of God being imparted into you, through you. And these are given for the profit of all. That means... They're tools for building up the body of Christ. I said before, they're tools, they're not toys. But the the fun, the, the good thing about these gifts is that they can be very fun. In fact, uh, I believe Bill Johnson was, he may still use this phrase, but Christian recreation. When I was at school at Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry, we always talked about Christian recreation and involved seeing God heal people, which is just means it's fun, right? But anyways, let's get into this. What is the gifts of healing? Well, the gifts of healing, they're gifts for the supernatural healing of diseases and infirmities without natural means. Instant healing or gradual healings may take place through these gifts. Here are quick five examples of how the gifts of healing are administrated. Number one, through the laying on of hands, according to Mark chapter 16, verse 18 and 20. Number two, the gifts of healing are administrated through the anointing oil, the anointing of oil and elders, according to James chapter 5, verse 13 through 15. 
The gifts of healing are administrated through number three, through the spoken word in Luke chapter seven, verse seven. This is like when the centurion said to Jesus, but say the word and let my servant be healed. Number four, gifts of healings are administrated through even handkerchiefs and aprons. According to Acts chapter 19, verse 12, that means like physical objects. And number five, gifts of healings can be administrated through like Peter's shadow in Acts chapter 5, verse 15. So here's an example personal story one of the first times i encountered the manifestation of healing in my own life i hope that this shows you how simple yet profound these gifts can impact you and be in your life so one time it was the first time i visited bethel church in redding california i was 20 years old i had just spent a week at the school of the prophets it's chris valentin's prophetic school slash conference for a week uh every year and this whole week was interesting because it was my first time there at Bethel. I was definitely very active in worship, so I was kind of jumping around, just kind of going for it in each worship session. So by the end of the week, uh, muscles in my leg were sore, jumping around all week. Uh, I remember going up for prayer at the Friday night service and. I, just, I was just going up for people to bless me and pray for me because I was on my way back to Michigan and just wanted a, someone in the church to pray for more impartation for me. So I didn't initially go up for healing because my own healing wasn't even on my mind or even in my prayer request. But as the guy was praying for me, he, he just kind of looked up and he asked, he's like, hey, do you have any pain or soreness in your legs? At that moment, I realized that I, I did. Like, I, there... I did have some significant soreness and irritation from in my legs. And he just said a simple prayer for me and asked me to test it out. And just in a couple moments, I was fully healed right there. And that had such a profound impact on me and how easy healing is supposed to be. That was when I was pretty much nine months into being filled with the spirit, like really going after Jesus. Like, so very early on in my intentional faith walk with Jesus, I was healed personally and would soon after see more healings through my own prayers and through my own hands. And I'll talk more about some of those testimonies later, but let's go right into gifts of healing definitions, according uh, to the gifts of healings mentioned in first Corinthians chapter 12. Gifts of healings are those healings that God performs supernaturally by the Spirit. The plural suggests that there are many sicknesses and diseases, and the gift is related to healings of many disorders. Gifts of healings in the Greek, both gifts and healings are in the plural. Healing is a process, whereas miracles are instantaneous. So, gifts of healings, they refer to supernatural healing without human aid. They may include divinely assisted application of human instrumentation and medical means of treatment does not discount the use of God's creative gifts. Gifts of healing is the supernatural power of God released through a believer to heal the sick. And the gift of healing is God's supernatural action to bring a sick person to physical, emotional, or spiritual health. 
Paul literally speaks of this gift in the plural, gifts of healings, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, since there are many different kinds of healing. Healing is not something that we can do in our own strength or ability. It is done by God's power, which comes as a gift through our faith in prayer. When we pray for people, laying hands on them, and nothing happens, we see what we can do. On the other hand, when the person is healed, we see what God's energy can so powerfully do through us. See what Paul said in Colossians chapter 1, verse 29. Jesus puts special emphasis on healing in his missionary instructions to disciples, and there is no indication that he has changed those instructions since that time. He sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal in Luke chapter 9, verse 2. It says, And they departed and went through the villages, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Luke chapter 9, verse 6. The Lord appointed 72, and he said to them, Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. Luke chapter 10, verse 1 through 2 and 8 through 9. Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation, and these signs will accompany those who believe. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover in Mark chapter 16, verse 15 through 18. The reason healings are so important for evangelization is that they are not just an external proof of the gospel. They are the embodiment of the gospel. They visibly demonstrate the fact that the kingdom of God is here and that Jesus has come to free human beings from sin and all its destructive effects, as well as to restore us to the fullness of life. They are signs of the fullness of healing that will be accomplished on the last day when our bodies will be raised from the dead to share in God's own life forever in the resurrection. Let's talk about some more scriptural examples of the gifts of healings. So, Look at, here's a first example, John chapter 5. Remember the pool of Bethesda? There was a great multitude of sick people. And Jesus came and healed that one man and went out. What about this one? John chapter 5 verse 19. Jesus performed only those works which the Father revealed to him. Romans chapter 8 verse 11 and 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 10 through 12. The resurrection life of Christ made available to the believer's body through a specific operation of the Holy Spirit, often through the laying on of hands. What about Mark chapter 5, verse 30, and Luke chapter 6, and Luke chapter 8, verse 46? At times, healing power flowed from the body of Jesus through contact. Luke chapter 5, verse 17, the healing power permeated a whole area, says the presence of the Spirit was there to heal. And Acts chapter 5, verse 15, the healing power was associated with Peter's shadow. Shadow healing, right? <laughs> no. Uh, let's talk about individual healings. Luke chapter 4, verse 40, Jesus laid hands on everyone and healed them all. Matthew chapter 8, verse 1 through 3, Jesus touched and healed the leper. Mark chapter 7, verse 32 through 35, Jesus heals a man of deafness and a speech impediment. Mark chapter 8, verse 22, Jesus heals a man of blindness in different stages. And Acts 28, verse 8, Paul heals the father of Publius. So, there's also many uh, Old Testament promises of healing found in the Old Testament. So, you got like Exodus 15, verse 20, Exodus 23, verse 25, Deuteronomy 32, verse 39, 2 Kings 
chapter 20, verse 5. There's many different passages. My favorite is probably Psalm 103, verse 3. Uh, New Testament healing passages, Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. Acts chapter 3, verse 1 through 11. There's many passages uh, regarding to healing in the New Testament and Old Testament. But let's look at uh, the deeper, deeper into the importance of the gifts of healing. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, after mentioning the gift of faith, Paul proceeds to speak of healing and the working of miracles. So he probably has in mind that special kind of faith associated with miraculous operations, the faith that can move mountains. So healing is plural in the Greek, which perhaps means different gifts for different kinds of sicknesses. This gift is given to the person whom God uses to restore someone. This, The Greek word for that can be used to refer to both physical healing and spiritual restoration. And the basic meaning of the Greek word for healing has to do with restoring someone to health or well-being or reconciling them to God. Out of the list of spirit manifestations, only this one and miracles are in the plural. In both cases, the plural is probably trying to account for the huge variety of individual circumstances that may be remedied by the exercise of these gifts. And if Paul has intentionally categorized the gifts, there may be some relationship between the gift of faith and gifts of healings and miraculous powers that immediately follow. Since Paul does not elaborate on healings and miracle, miraculous powers, both in the plural, we are left with a certain amount of, basically, we, we're just, it's open to discussion with a particular manifestation of these gifts. So the translation miraculous powers probably conveys something more uh, to the contemporary reader than that is foreign to Paul's meaning here. In the Greek, the phrase, the working of powers, the different kinds of workings, but the same God who works all, all in all in these things. Power was a key term in Paul's argument in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 17 through chapter 4 verse 21 the message of christ is the power the message of christ crucified is the power of god paul's preaching was a demonstration of the spirit and power and the kingdom of god does not consist in mere speech but power paul uses similar language regarding the spirit and the working of power in galatians chapter 3 verse 5 so these miraculous powers they would have been for the edification of the church as a whole and the confirmation of one's faith in God rather than in the wisdom of men. When we're talking about the gifts of healings, it is inferred that all the spirituals, all the gifts, the term is actually attached only to this one of healings. In the Greek, both of the terms gifts and healings are plural. The fact would suggest that there are many gifts of healings for different diseases and that each Exercise with the healing power is a separate gift. Nowhere in the New Testament is a person said to have the quote-unquote gift of healing. Most of the evangelists and pastors who have had great ministries of prayer for the sick have disclaimed possession of a gift of healing. Certainly no one has had a ministry of healing every sick person. Jesus healed all who came to him on some occasions. You know, I think of Acts chapter 8, or sorry, Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Jesus healed all who were oppressed by the devil. What is certain is that God has made provision that physical healing would be a ministry of his church and that gifts of healing would operate along with faith. 
Healing is so common in the ministry of Jesus and that of the apostles that a church without gifts of cures would seem so far removed from the biblical pattern. In addition to gifts of healing, all elders are to be ready to anoint with oil all the sick who are called for and to pray for them with the gifts of faith. God had promised to raise up the sick and forgive sins. In the Great Commission, recorded by Mark, Jesus promised that signs would follow those ministries of those who witnessed to the saving gospel. One of the signs would be that the sick would be the sick would recover after the laying on of hands by the believers. As long as it took to preach the gospel to every creature, signs were to follow those who believe, including that of the miraculous healing of the sick. The clause, them that believe, would suggest that the signs or gifts were not to be exercised by the apostles only, but by all who had faith. In the command and promise of Jesus, the laying on of hands was to be the outward expression of faith and love on the part of those who would pray and show that God uses faithful believers as a channel of his power. So with the gifts of healing, uh, it probably notes the ability to work various kinds of miracles, including but not limited to healing. I want to get into just a I was very encouraged by what pastor and theologian Sam Storm said about the gifts of healing. I want to share just a passage of what, uh, a portion of what he said about it. Let me just go right into this. This is what Sam says about the gifts of healing. Now I'm ready to make what may sound like an outrageous statement. There is no such thing as the gift of healing. There never has been. Let me explain. I say this both because of the way Paul describes this spiritual phenomenon and the misconceptions surrounding it. The significant thing about 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 and verse 28 is that both gift and healing are plural and lack the definitive article and hence the translation gifts of healings. Evidently, Paul did not envision that a person would be endowed with only one gift of healing operative at all times for all diseases. His language suggests either many different gifts or powers of healing, each appropriate to and effective for its related illness, or each occurrence of healing constituting a distinct and separate gift in its own right. I've had the opportunity on numerous occasions to meet people who have what appears to be a healing anointing for one particular affliction. Some were able to pray more effectively for those with back problems, while others were more success when praying for migraine headaches. This may be what Paul had in mind when he spoke gifts of healings. John Wimber once said, I decided long ago that if 100 people receive prayer and only one is healed, it is better that if it is better than if none receive prayer and no one is healed. And I agree. Let's talk more about uh, just gifts of healing. Uh, I want to share about progression of thought in my own mind regarding this. I remember how back when I first got filled with the Spirit and was exposed to um, this reality that God still heals today, that's like the first step for me that was incredible. It's like the discovery that God can still heal people today was incredible. The discovery that God likes to heal people today and enjoys healing people today and that people can pray for anyone at any time for healing, that was a whole nother step. <laughs> there was also a shift 
in my own thinking regarded to related to healing that I realized that all of Jesus's prayers for the sick in the four gospels, they're actually just like short, simple commands and a couple words at best. So that, that was a huge point for me is realizing he's like, whether it's a deliverance or healing, Jesus is like, be healed, come out, grow, you know, see, you know, <laughs> uh, be cleansed. You know, it's just simple, short commands. And uh, I, just to describe the progression of thought that I had, when I first got filled with the Spirit, I was very intimidated in praying for the sick, and I didn't think that I, it was something for me. As time went on and as I stepped out and got around people that were praying for the sick, it rubbed off on me. And I, when I started praying to see God heal people and saw them through my own hands, through my own prayers healed, it, sh- it changed something in me. Once you see that, it, it changes something inside of you to believe God for more. And from there, it's just you see so you start to see so many healings and miracles that you it's it's hard to think that you could doubt um at least that he he does and can you know it's just it's just an amazing thing that um that god does heal today i mean that's just a simple reality that so many millions of millions of people just don't even know that that's possible that they're just living day to day and that just sounds so crazy to me now that I've been in this for a while but it's interesting like faith rises in me when I ask God what he's doing and how I should you know move forward when praying for the sick so it's it's really simple for me uh with gift of healing works best in moments where I'm it's the John five nineteen. I'm looking to see what the Father's doing, and I and I act on that revelation. I act on w- what I see Him doing, and I and I, I ask Him what is He doing, and I watch to see what He will show me, and then I step out on whatever I feel Him showing me, and that's typically how I pray for the sick. Is I'll ask God, what are you doing? How do you want to do it? And then usually I see something with my the eyes of my heart or in my mind my imagination and then i'll step out and do it whether i'm praying for somebody in a certain way or having them move around and test things out it's just simple short commands i don't have to sit there and pray for you know 45 minutes for them to be healed it's usually just the simple short command prayers that are most effective the, the more that I'm out of the way and praying for the sick, the more the Holy Spirit shows up in, in many ways that I think. But that's just some of my own opinions on it. Uh, I first started seeing many healings uh, in my first year at Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. That was kind of when all these gifts of the Spirit really kind of opened up for me. And before then, I... I would, you know, I mentioned the story earlier that I got healed my first visit at Bethel Church. But I, honestly, I see, I saw a lot of healings in churches, but I also saw a lot more healings out just 
around the town, around Walmart, around Winko, around Sundial Bridge, around you know the Targets and all the the grocery stores and parks and streets and just out and about. You know that's when that's when you really start to see people healed. Uh, is when you pray for people out and about and. I want to encourage you, you know, no matter where you're at, I hope that this time we've talked about gifts of healing and these scriptures, these biblical commentaries and stories. Hope they encourage you to step out and just do it, you know. We got the simple commands of Jesus to obey and, you know, these signs will follow those who believe. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That's Mark 16. You got Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 and 8. Go and preach the gospel. Heal the sick. It's a command. So not only will you be blessed by obeying, but it is it is a, it is a command. So we, we need to take our hands out of our pockets and pray for the sick. And don't give up. You know, John Wimber shared a story of when the when his him and the vineyard that he was started, they first started going after healing. They prayed for so many people. People didn't get healed for a couple of years or a year. It was a long period of time. No one was healed. But finally, there was a breakthrough and they saw more healings and miracles than they ever thought they would ever see. So just don't give up. Keep praying for the sick. My advice is use short, simple commands. Invite the Holy Spirit and His power, His presence to come and be present and fill that person and fill and touch that body. Command the pain to leave. Command his healing to come, his kingdom to come. Just short little prayers, seriously, like under 10 second prayers. And then ask the people to test him out. And ask him on a 10 scale, you know, zero being no pain, 10 being, you know, extreme pain. Where where were you at before we prayed and where are you at now? There's simple things you can do to, to have people gauge where they're at and to, to go from it from there but it's important continue to pray for the sick never give up no matter what you'll see way more breakthroughs by by just going for it and not doubting and not questioning yourself just trust that the holy spirit's with you and he's never going to leave you he's not going to leave you to just fail all the time but let me just end this time in prayer Holy Spirit, we thank you for your power to show up and heal bodies, restore souls to yourself. I ask that you would anoint everyone that's listening, God, with a greater measure of your power to heal the sick, God. I ask for strength and encouragement, and I ask for you to rise up in courage in people, that they would be courageous to step out and pray for the sick and to heal the sick and to do what you command us to do. Lord, help us to obey your commands to heal the sick. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rating on iTunes and feel free to share with a friend. Our ministry is made possible through our financial partner team. If you feel stirred to give, you can do so by using the link in our bio.